Keeping it real with Aisha, RD and Prane. Good morning. On the Mixed Breakfast. Mixed FM. morning. This entire week, we're trying to highlight some of the mental issues that Malaysians go through. And the reason why we're doing this is because on Monday, it was World Mental Health Day. But we said, you know what? Let's just do this for the entire week. And today, we're going to be talking to Rafi. Now, Rafi has been diagnosed with major depressive disorder, adult ADHD, and he is also a suicidal survivor. What moved you to actually seek some help? And when you finally did go get professional help, what was the diagnosis? My life was just getting out of hand. It was getting too much for me. And also, it was affecting my daily life a lot. Like, I couldn't function. I sleep too much or I lost a lot of weight, stuff like that. And it took years for me to even realize that was a problem. And then, of course, I was also scared to actually talk about it because some of the things are very... um, fearful for me to actually talk about it and then until it really got out of hand when I tried to uh, you know I've had attempted suicide and I finally talked to my doctor and my doctor said I think you need to see a psychiatrist so we had a conversation had an evaluation and then then I was then diagnosed with um, major depressive disorder and also I was found out to have an ADHD adult ADHD that I had no idea that I've had it since I was a child. Could you help describe to us what is major depressive disorder and adult ADHD? Major depressive disorder, also known as MDD, is a medical condition that is persistent sadness that's carry on for days and weeks and months and months and years for even uh, for some people. For me, it was years that I didn't know it was depression. It's impacting your physical activities, like wanting to sleep all day or not having enough sleep or eating too much. ADHD is Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. It is an ability to focus issues with inattention, unable to organize, and chaos. So I didn't know all of that was affecting my life because I thought it was normal. It was me. You know, it was part of me. It was just, you know, forgetting to run errands to complete tasks and think that it's okay when it's not. Yeah, they mask each other because it's an underlying condition where you think it's one or the other when it's actually both. So only a medical professional can actually note all that by doing um, evaluation on it and then provide you with medication and it has to be holistic. That's when I started going to therapy and rehab. Just circling back to um, your MDD, is this caused by chemical imbalance in your body? What is the cause of this? For me personally, it's caused by life-changing experience. Mm. Life-changing experience that I cannot accept. My life is not perfect. My life is not the way I want it to be. And uh, although it it is the choices that I made, I openly made that choice to live that life and to move away from um, Malaysia at the time wasn't how I expected it to be. Of course, um, starting a family is very challenging. I had a career and to turn into a homemaker was very challenging and I couldn't accept the fact that I am no longer that person. Mm. There's also issues with identity that I am neither there nor here. Mm. I wanted to be accepted by the society, but I also cannot be accepted at some point. 
I have to put that balance really intact because the more you try to escape from that issues, the the greater it becomes. Mm-hmm. You started doing stuff you're not supposed to, and and then of course eventually, like how far would I let myself go? And it really feel like uh, death was the only way out. Wow! It really feels like that, and then to a point where I really felt like my son could have a better father. <laughs> My wife could have a better husband, and um, of course, we love each other so much. And I want my son to grow up to have a father. So I said, "This is it. You know, I'm gonna get help." Mm-hmm. Despite being away from family at the time, my father was always been supportive. You know, encouraged me to go and seek help. Finally, after so so long, I suffered. Tell us about your recovery journey, though, Rafi. And um, you also shared with us when you contacted us initially that you had spent some time in rehabilitation. How was yeah. that like, too? I realized that I have so much to be grateful for because um, it wasn't just me alone there. I met other people that go through the same situation. In rehab, they have three sessions. They have psychotherapy. It's a group session where they they teach you how to express your feelings because some things may be embarrassing for you to speak out. So it took me days and weeks before I can actually talk about it. And then you also have a chance to uh, talk to your therapist one on one session, and then your psychiatrist where they prescribe your medication. So it was voluntarily. It wasn't an order by the court or by the physician. It was a voluntary uh, uh, participation going to rehab. Uh, so it wasn't as forceful as you might think, as you see on TV. <laughs> and it is not as embarrassing. It's also Amy Winehouse song. I don't want to go to rehab. <laughs> so it is very welcoming place that I think uh, it would help you. Understand yourself better and feel accepted. Uh, thank you for spending your time with us. But just before we end, and I, we know that you want to create awareness, and that's why you've joined yes. us this morning. And we thank you. We're yes. very grateful. Yes. So, what is it that you have learned about your journey, and what is that one message that you'd like to tell the world? I think uh, rehab was an eye opening. That what happened to me was valid. It's real. It has explanation. Means I have hope to carry on to accept me for who I am, and also forgiveness. I learned to forgive myself that mm. I may not be this person that I hope to be, but I accept this. And I think that moment on when I learned to accept me for who I am, I also see that people can accept me openly, regardless of your choices. My very message here is to do not be afraid to come forward and to talk about it. If it's not medical provider, it's someone that you can really trust. Your story matters, and when you speak about it, what I learn is that you can't heal what you cannot speak. If it's in there, it's going to stay there. Hi, I'm Rafi. I am diagnosed with major depressive disorder and ADHD, but I am unbroken. Videos of our interview with Rafi will be up on our social media, Mix.my. Now, tomorrow, also as part of our Unbroken project, we will be talking to Erdina, who has been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Aisha, Ardi, and Prane on the Mix Breakfast. Keep it right here with today's best music.